Welcome to From Caving In to Crushing It, the podcast for those who find themselves immersed in adversity and choose to write their story instead of having others write it for them. I'm Drew Duraney, and I'm your host. Hi, Priscilla. It's so good to see you. Morning. How are you? I'm doing well. Thank you. So in the beginning, I always thank the person who introduced me to the guest. So I have to thank Paul, and I hope I don't mess up his last name, Chiaravella. Chiaravella? He's going to get mad at me. But Paul, uh, we're all in uh, in North Jersey Chamber of Commerce together. So I thank Paul for introducing me to you, Priscilla. And I recall when I was speaking with him, when I mentioned that my oldest son has autism and that when he was a child, we were trying to help him. It was so diff- challenging to find the proper resources for him. He said, well, Drew, I have to introduce you to Priscilla. And I remember when we had our call, we had so many things in common um, to be able to share stories with somebody who's in the same similar shoes and familiar with, um, you know, children with special needs. It was comforting to me to be able to have a, a talk with you and learning about your organization. I really wanted to have you on uh, for a couple of reasons. One, to promote the organization because it's so important that people are aware and they know what to do. But number two is I know you went through a lot in your life and you are a person who chose not to retreat. You chose to move forward and do something positive with the challenges you went through in life. So I thank you for coming on. And that's why I wanted you on. Plus, you're an awesome human being. So if you could reach back as far as you could recall and and pinpoint that defining moment in your life, Priscilla, that really made you believe and realize that there's a better way to live and you're going to take charge of the situation and and take that challenge and move forward and see it as a positive rather than retreat, Um, something that's helped mold you to who you are today. So I have a 17-year-old son um, who's on the autism spectrum. Um, Back when he was little, we did not really realize that um, there was an issue. I didn't have any, like, reference points. um, I didn't have any kids around. Um, And I think I was also in in a bit of denial. Um, He didn't... uh, when he, he had language up to a certain point and then it kind of just stopped. Mm. So he would like say some words, just kind of, uh, he'd like walk around and be like pizza, Batman. Um, and, but not to anybody. Mm. And he didn't answer questions. He didn't answer to his name. Um, he didn't, uh, there was no spontaneous language. Mm. He had a lot of other different issues too. He would, bang into walls if he was walking down a hallway um couldn't get up and down stairs easily um you couldn't take him anywhere he'd get like very stuck on things you take him to like a game stop forget it like he wouldn't leave you'd have to drag him out kicking and screaming because he'd have to look at every single box um and then we got him diagnosed and everybody told me um there's really nothing you can do hmm. um you put him at, he was already in a special um program out of school he had ot pt speech all that through the school and um when we went to the doctor they wanted to put him on medication he was four and they just said you know put him in the school with the programs i said i already i already have that and um that was really all you can do and so many people like the doctors told me that and People that I talked to, they all said, oh, there's nothing really you can do. It's the best that's going to happen. And um, 
and that like that bothered me yeah and um yeah. i also i didn't want to put him on medication because he was so little and uh, so i never did and back then i mean he's now he he has some medications but back then i didn't want to put him on anything because he was so little yeah and yeah. um i i started doing some research uh, my sister also started doing some research and we were looking into what could be the root cause of what was going on with him. Right. Um, I didn't want to just, there's such a broad range, autism, such a broad range of symptoms and challenges that yeah. I was like, there's gotta be something that you can find out. Like what is the, instead of looking at as okay it's autism looking at it more like whatever his challenge is and what could possibly be the thing that is driving the issues that he's having right, right um so we were researching that and we were looking for programs and therapies and things that we could um look into that would help him mm -hmm. and we we did find some that really did um work on the root causes of what he was going through and breaking it out into okay this is what He's having problems with and let's let's work on instead of instead of like let's teach him social skills mm -hmm. if if you have a child that can't receive that information yeah no matter how much you try to do speech therapy or social skills to that you know therapy to that child if they can't receive that information because there's something lower level that's happening and you don't resolve that you could keep doing that forever it's not going to move you forward right, right. And, you, um, and you mean receiving so, that information with the synapses in the brain kind of connecting the information to allow them to process it is that yes kinda, okay. okay yes so if you have a child like who has a problem with their gut and they have inflammation mm -hmm. and that's one of the underlying major reasons that they're having problems you could do all the therapy you want if you don't get that under control you're only going to get so much True. from that, True. right? Because okay. you've, you're always battling the inflammation. Right, absolutely. Um, if you have um, a reflex that is, like you have a baby, right? And you, you touch their hand, they automatically do this, right? Right. So if a child like holds on to that reflex, that's going to stunt all of their other development. So if you don't deal with, integrating that reflex it's like this underlying um problem that's never going to get you're never going to get past that unless you deal with that you may right. get progress from all the therapies but if you're not dealing with the lower level problem you never get to the next level okay. um so we spent a lot of time doing therapies that were getting to the root cause changing his diet uh, supplementation, detoxing, um, a lot of things like that. And he had a ton of progress. Mm -hmm. And by the time he was, I want to say five and a half, um, he was conversational okay. and you could take him anywhere. Um, he didn't have the temper tantrums, right. um, that he had. And, uh, it was just a completely different trajectory in his development from what he was at um he still has a lot of challenges and we still do a lot of therapies with him but um 
I think all the time about what his quality of life would have been like if we had listened to mm-hmm. everybody that was telling me you there's nothing you can do and this is this is the best type of you know what's considered um the mainstream type right. therapies um you know and that's so i you know i'm very thankful that we were able to do that for him and that um that we had that outcome um and i still continue to research things and there's new things that come up all the time and we we try different things um you know i'm, I'm trying to give him as much independence as possible um now that he's which is scary he's turning 18 soon and um we're on to another chapter but again i I think all the time about what his quality of life would have been like if we hadn't pursued the things that we did but then that that also creates another challenge because all of those therapies aren't covered by insurance and they're very expensive and we were lucky that we were able to provide that for him. But, you know, that's not the case for a lot of families. So, like, I'll talk to families all the time and they'll be like, oh, that sounds, you know, that sounds great. We should do that. Um, and, you know, you tell them how much it's going to be. And, oh, is it covered by insurance? No, it's not covered by insurance. Like, how the heck are we supposed to, you know, how are we supposed to do that? Absolutely. And, you know, and, and you try, and sometimes people try to do things on their own and they try to do things at home. But. If you don't have like professional guidance, it's really, really difficult. And, um, you know, so that's that's where the, the challenge comes from is a lot of things exist. But trying, number one, to find out about them. Okay. Number two, to try to find therapists, because there's a lot of therapies that it's they're all booked. You can't even find anybody to do some of these things for you. And then three is paying for them. You pay for it. Yeah. Yeah. And so, um, and, and yeah. think about the 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 percentage of 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 people of kids and adults who have who have autism and the fact that it's not covered by insurance is a travesty and is do you know if there's something happening grassroots to get the politicians to work with the insurance carriers to to include at least some kind of coverage I know that a lot of the different therapies will try to move that forward, that they're going to, you know, get some sort of coverage. It's just really hard because a lot of them are not mainstream. They're considered alternative. They're considered not necessary. You have to have all of these, uh, you know, clinical trials. And I know that the one, I know the, in particular, the one therapy that we've done, they've, they've, been trying to do clinical trials um but if you have something that you can't wait 15 years no for something to have enough data right. to some you know for them to get insurance co- coverage too right yeah no the earlier that you can get the treatment the better and yeah it puts p- parents in a difficult position where they are forced to make a decision money or help my kid. I mean, that's, that's, so I know that you, you're on a mission and, and you have an organization that you're very, very, very involved in. Can you tell us a little about how you, how you got there after, you know, helping your son? I'm very intrigued. So 
I used to work at one of the centers that he went to and people would call in and they would ask about the program and I would, I would tell them. And again, they would say, oh, this sounds great. And then you'd give them the price and there's a cover insurance and no, it's not covered by insurance. It's considered non-medical. And, um, you know, people would cry to me on the phone. Um, I, I, I left that job within six months because I couldn't yeah. handle being on the phone all day long, rehashing number one, rehashing my son's story right. uh, over and over and over again. And then having disappointed people, um, you know, get upset on the phone. Um, so that always bothered me. And then there was just kind of a series of events that happened and I was talking to some of the other people that were involved in the program. And it, I don't even know how it happened. It was just like one day a decision was made that we were going to start an organization to help families be able to afford um, these types of therapies. Okay. And it it just kind of one thing led to another. And then uh, 2019, we got approval. We had one fundraiser and then COVID hit, but then we still, we still got through, we yeah. still got through. And then we had a virtual fundraiser during yeah. that whole fun time. Yeah. And um, so it, it's admission kids success. Um, so what we do is we, we provide grants for families to get service and therapies that they're having a hard time affording for their children. And we work directly with the providers. So we pay the providers directly for the services that they um, receive. So we make sure that it's going to the right place. Right. Um, our grants are also partial grants so that the families have to have investment into the program itself. So that we make sure that they have the most efficient use of the funds. Right. And we consistently follow up with the families and the providers to make sure that they're attending regularly mm-hmm. and to track their progress. Um, we're hundred percent volunteer based. Um, we do everything out of our houses. Um, we have very low administrative costs that's covered by our board members and our main sponsors. So anybody that makes a donation, it goes directly to the grants. Um, and we've helped probably about 20 families at this point, but we have a lot more to um, announce um, very soon. So um yeah, we, we cover all of New Jersey and parts of New York, Connecticut, and Pennsylvania. That's beautiful. Now, last time we spoke, you provided me with a, a link to a video that I watched twice. And I actually had my son, Matthew, who's got autism, watch with me. And that was of your son in mixed martial arts. Oh, like arts. I love that. Can you please tell me about that uh, whole event and I, I was like in awe of watching how how passionate your son and your son's name is Matthew, Matthew and my son's name is yes. Matthew. So that's why we clicked. Can you tell that yes. story about that whole mixed martial art thing? So Tiger Shulman's had a uh, fundraiser for a, an autism school and um, they had it was it was so great. It really was. They had um they had a bunch of uh, students that had um, different challenges mm-hmm. um, be part of this fight night with like real MMA f- fighters. <laughs> um, 
And they did it like for real, like it was like a real fight. They had commentators and a video feed and each each person came out to their own theme song. My son came out to the Star Wars uh, Darth Vader march. They all had their own names. He was the chosen one. They interviewed him. He took it so seriously. It was it was great. He. They had to stop the fight because he was beating up the guy too much. It was, uh, it was. I'll tell you, I, I loved it. I, I, yeah, I watched it twice, and my son was telling me what types of kicks your son was trying and and explaining it to me. And I, yeah. I remember what, what was he? I remember he had a your son it was had a spinning face, back kick, spinning back. Out of his, yeah, the crazy. spinning back kick and the spinning back punch. He was very. He um, likes to use that a lot. I love that. I love that. I love That's that. That's a signature, signature uh, move. I, you know, it, it's funny. I think what I'll do is I still have the link. I'll put that in the show notes as well, if it's okay with you. If people uh, can fine, watch yeah. that. Yeah. Because, you know, th- really the message there is that children and adults with special needs are amazing human beings. And we, we humans who don't have special needs can learn a lot from people who do because you talk about resiliency and perseverance and believing in yourself and not giving up it's powerful i mean i've learned so much from my son and 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 i'm sure you've learned a ton from yours and the other you know children in the program that if we just open ourselves up to um being a support system for children with special needs and i'm talking about education the insurance companies pharmaceuticals the government everybody um will have a much better world and uh you know it's just yeah so priscilla i could probably talk to you for hours and and i wanted to um actually ask you a couple questions and then we'll and then i'm gonna tell tell the audience how they can get in touch with you how they can help mission kids success so you have an opportunity to sit down with young seven to 10 year old Priscilla and you want to give her advice about life. What are you going to tell her? Um, definitely life is not an, you know, A to Z type path. Like you're not going to just go, you're going to do this, then you're going to do this and you're going to do this and you're going to do this and you're going to end up here. Um, it's very much like A to H and then back to C and, um, you really don't know what life is going to happen, you know, what's going to happen to you. I, you know, I was an accountant. Um, I, I, I was very career focused. I did not think that if you told me today that I would be, you know, we would have started a charity and, and, um, where and and all of the things that have happened over the years too of him you know it's been an interesting life with him having being on the autism spectrum we've been through like experiences that i would never have you know that was that's the one nice thing i've been through a lot of experiences that um i would have never have uh been involved in such as like that that fight and um he did film camp Uh, He did the Joey Travolta film camp for a few years. That was amazing. Um, And then just all the people too, that I've met over the years, the wonderful families that I've met. And um, 
it's just been a very different experience. So, you know, you, you never know what life is going to hand you. And, you know, the best thing that you can do is make the best, the best out of it. And, you know, um, don't really listen to experts sometimes because they have their own perspectives. And if something doesn't sit right with you, you have to, um, you have to do your own research and um, see what makes sense to you too and then not give up on on things uh, wonderful advice yeah I, I agree um we all need to self-advocate and if our children can't advocate for themselves we need to do it for them and you're right the term experts should be used loosely <laughs> because it's a, it's a it's an overused word so i i give you credit but that's wonderful advice uh different hat you are now sitting down with priscilla the young businesswoman entrepreneur and you are, are going to give some advice on business. What are you going to tell her? Um, I would say that, you know, you, you are going to make different decisions in your life that you may feel like you regret because you didn't think them through as much as you should. Mm -hmm. um, but that, all of those things will help you eventually. You will take something from all of those experiences and they will help you in something that will come down the line someday. Love that. Love if that, that makes sense. I love that. Um, well, the audience certainly has grasped um, the essence of Priscilla Leto. Did I do that right? Yes. yes, we get a lot of Valido because of Jared Leto. Yeah, yeah. Well, I want to make sure it's 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 Priscilla Leto, and and I want to make it easy for the audience to to find you and help the organization. So so audience and please, um, the website is Mission Kid Success. That's M I S S I O N K I D S U C C E S S dot org, and on that site, there's somewhere where you can donate. So that's one thing you can do. Any amount would be appreciated. The second thing nice. is if you're a family looking for help, you can get you can get help um, and request grant applications when they're open on the website. Did I get that correct? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So there's a get help um, page where mm -hmm. you can see all the eligibility criteria and the whole grant application process. Um, right now, our applications are closed, but you can send us an email and we will put you on a notification list. But if you go to that website, you can see everything that's available. Beautiful. Now, there's there's something happening on October 14th that yes. I, I'd like you to tell the audience about. It's something very important. Yeah. So we're having our main fundraiser for the year on October 14th. It's a Saturday. It's actually going to be at the Tiger Shulman's in Elmwood Park. Okay. Um, so they it's were Elmwood very Park, generous. New Jersey folks. So even yes. if you're not in Jersey, come come on over. Um, they were very generous and they let us um take over the whole facility wow. um to put on a Halloween fun and wellness fest. That's great. Um we have music and food and yoga classes and kickboxing classes. Uh we do a retro, there's a, a guy who comes in and does a retro video game lounge, which is awesome. And uh, bounce house, uh, magic show, character appearance appearances, 
Um, just a really fun day. Um, and again, if anybody, you know, is interested in that, they can go to um, bit.ly. So it's B-I-T dot L-Y backslash M-K-S best 2023, which will take you to the Eventbrite uh, site where there's more information to get tickets. Great. Thank you so, so much. Well, Priscilla, I, I thank you so much for coming on and for sharing your story and your son's story. Um, you're an amazing human being. Uh, you wouldn't be where you are now if you weren't. Uh, I thank you for everything you're doing for the community and, and of course, for your son and other, other people's uh, children. Keep doing what you're doing. Uh, you're an amazing asset to the community. And I thank you so much for coming on. And I'm grateful for Paul for introducing us. Thank you, Drew. Was, I appreciate it. It was a real honor for you to ask me to be on here. So thank you. Absolutely. So take care, everybody. Thanks so much for listening. If you enjoyed the episode, please subscribe and give us a review to help others find it. If you find yourself immersed in adversity and would like to find support from other men in times of struggle, please become a member of my Men Supporting Men Collaboration Tribe by emailing me at drew at profitcompassion.com, expressing your interest, and I'll get in touch with you. Speak to you soon.